I was doing uh, a little better. I know, I think it was uh, either the fourth or fifth episode, I said that uh, the the past few episodes leading up to the last episode of the semester would be, uh, well, that would be if you remember the BS Super Show. I won't go into all of that again, but uh, it was going to be a reunion of the BS Super Show crew, and unfortunately, uh, that uh, schedule just didn't plan out, and uh, yeah, so I had to having to change all my plans, and uh, that kind of that kind of got me down because it was fun having those guys around, and uh, you know, wanted to do one last big show with them, but unfortunately, that's not going to be able to happen, so I'm having to readjust and get all my plans sorted out before the end of the semester, which is coming close. I uh, hope I can get this, get all this done, so, but anyway, enough about me, let's get on with the episode. Uh, what do y'all want to talk about? There's not really, there's not... Is it just me, or has the past few weeks been a, a little slow in terms of news? So, it's been not much to talk about. I know the last time we went on Reddit and just started reading Reddit questions and stuff like that. We can do that again. Let's do it. You know what? I'm calling an audible, because I didn't have anything planned for this episode anyway. I'm just talking into a microphone this episode. So, let's, uh... Let's adjust my seat, and we'll go on Reddit, and we're going to look at some Reddit questions and see how many gullible people are going to listen to my advice. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't, co don't come at me for advice. Uh, I'm on Reddit. And immediately the first thing that comes into my feed, am I the a-hole for not being comfortable paying for my friend's couch? <laughs> uh, this I got a feeling this one will be good. Let's see. I hope it's I hope it's not horribly misspelled like uh like and long. It doesn't seem as long, but I hope it's not spelled incorrect that it make mine as the uh the lesbian love story we had on the last podcast, so all all fingers crossed. Uh, all right, let's get into it. Had a close friend for a decade, the kind of friend where we often talked a couple times a week, and I took off time to take care of them when they had surgery. Ooh, we're getting deep already. In the past few years, they had their spouse have. They and their sp that that one's on me. I read like a third grader. They and their spouse have been down on their luck. I lent them a couple thousand dollars over that time because I was afraid they were going to end up homeless due to medical issues. I did not expect the money back. That's generous of you. I would've been charging interest. Uh, the last time I visited a planned visit, I arrived to find the spouse in tears, talking about how they were going to need to do. Sex work to keep their home. I'm sorry. I don't know why I laughed at that. That's that's not good at all. Okay. I told them I would pay 
that month's rent to give them some time to figure things out. The next day, spouse says to me, while you're here, why don't we use the money to buy a couch? Then my long-term friend took me aside on a walk. Took me aside. Okay. Yeah, it does make sense. Trying to process in my head, like, what do you mean outside? But no. Uh, on a walk and said, don't offer us that money. My spouse has been taking other people's pre- prescriptions. Oh, my goodness. And lying to me a lot, and I don't trust them or think you should give us the money. So we went back to the house, and I said I wasn't comfortable with funding the new couch, and I was worried about the spouse. Then after I leave, friend calls me up and tells me I should apologize to the spouse for shaming them by saying I'm really worried about you and that a couch is a hu- a couch is a human right. Oh, my goodness. And that I would understand if I wasn't so privileged. Yeah, okay. This woman is getting in his head. Uh, okay. That's... Ugh. hear that long silence? I just had to stand up and walk that one off for you, buddy. Okay. Let's Let's continue on with this. I snapped and called their spouse a terrible person and went on a long rant of misdirected anger, buddy, about how I don't think someone can be a decent partner and abuse drugs at the same time. This is getting deep. It was not very sensitive rant. It was not a very sensitive rant, but I really tried to be sensitive while I was there. I have PTSD from childhood abuse by a drug-addicted parent, and so my emotions about drug abuse are very intense. Frankly, since my friend knew that, I think it would have been better to me, better to ask me not to come on a planned visit rather than tell me, all the while I was at their studio apartment for three hours home from, from three hours from home. Excuse me. Now I'm starting to think the mistake was giving them the money in the first place, even though I could afford to never get it back. That was the end of our friendship. I really don't think I'm the asshole here, but I'm curious what the mass vote will be. Am I the a-hole? Uh. Obviously, but the story doesn't add up. I'm not going to lie. So, let me see. So, did the spouse pull you aside, or did your friend pull you aside? Uh, yeah. Okay, so yeah. Your, your friend pulled you aside. I'm trying to reread this. The friend pulled you aside, told you not to give money, and then called you up and told you how big of a jerk you were for not giving them the money. It's a little, uh, little, little, uh, little sus, but we'll go with it. Maybe you flipped it around. I don't know. But, uh, in the overall scheme of this story, you're not the a-hole. At least I don't think. I mean, you've been giving them money, and then your friend spills the beans saying, I want to know, would you have paid for the couch if your friend hadn't pulled you aside 
and told it and told you that uh, his wife was taking the pills and uh, trying to scam other friends. Would you pay for the couch then? Had he not told you that? But uh, yeah, buddy, I'm not sure about this one. I mean, you don't really owe them anything, and what you were doing was just out of the kindness of your own heart. And uh, but yeah, I still can't get over that flip flop. That was just that was the biggest flip flop I've ever heard of in my life. This is not your fault, and uh, their decision to enable their their drug problem is uh, that's on them. And especially if they knew, especially like your childhood, and that you had a a problem with you take like drug abuse very seriously because of your upbringing, and then they still call you up after that, then yeah, yeah, you may uh. You may have to uh, just cut them off after that. All right, but no, don't feel don't feel down on yourself. All right, let's try to get a funny one. That got that got dark really quick. We're trying to be happy and upbeat here. Towards the end of the semester, I don't want anyone wanting to drown themselves in a river to come to this podcast. Okay, let's uh, try to find some humor up next. this one? This one just says, did I make the right choice? And that's all it says. Alright. Let's, uh, let's see what this one's about. We broke up yesterday. Oh my gosh. These are going to be all sad today, aren't they? Alright. I already started this one. Might as well, might as well go on with it. I can't help but feel... So much regret for not fighting harder in the relationship to stay together. He had severe bipolar depression. Yeah. You know what? No. I'm not reading this one. Alright. Sorry if you wanted uh, whoever was asking for that relationship advice, but I'm not. It's just. It's too much. I'm trying to stay happy and upbeat, okay? Okay. <laughs> All right, I think I finally found one. Uh, <laughs> let's see. How my mom accidentally made me drink my own piss. Oh my gosh. Oh, this is. Let's see this one. All right. For context. Yeah, you need to put context in this one, buddy. I used to pull all-nighters every now and then, and eventually my mom caught on. One night at 3 to f- three or 4 a.m., my mom came in my room, me barely hiding my phone in time, pretending to be asleep. My mom woke me up and told me to take something and handed me a water bottle. Unfortunately, that was also a pee bottle. I didn't want to risk running to the bathroom as both my parents were light sleepers. Mom made me take the pill mainly because neither she nor I realized it was a pee bottle. (laughs) So wait, was this just laying in your room and you just been peeing in a bottle this whole night? 
Yeah, this was okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was already in my mouth, and I had no choice but to swallow. <laughs> That's what she said. Anyway, that was funny. That was inappropriate. It was gut wrenching. That was in all caps. I will never forget that experience. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's? Th I guess eating crap is the only thing that could be worse. <clears throat> yeah, buddy. That's when you gotta pull all-nighters. You're just. That's when you gotta. You gotta pull them quietly, okay? You're watching TV in your room. Don't have the volume on at all. At all. Just put the closed captions on. Playing video games. Same thing. Uh, you know. Make sure you don't. If you're playing Call of Duty and someone snipes you, don't get too mad. So. You gotta be careful. But the fact that she just hands you. How can she. She's walking into your room, like, how. And she just randomly picks up a bottle that she had been peeing in and hands it to you and tells you to take the pill. Oh my goodness. Like, how did she not think to just go to the kitchen and make you a glass of water? Ugh. I put more of that on her. Not gonna lie. Alright. See which one this one is. Alright. One time, when I was a teenager, I was on my way home and my mom asked me to stop and get some baby oil for her business. She runs a medical spa, so I didn't really think anything of it. For some reason, I decided to go to Lambs, which is basically a loading screen for a cemetery because anyone that shops there is like 9,000 years old. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a Lambs here. I've never been in a Lambs. Uh, at least I don't think we have a Lambs here. We might, but I don't ever go. Anyways, teenage me in a cutoff shorts and a cutoff tee gets to Lambs and gets to the baby oil. When I get there, I call my mom and ask how much she needs. She says, just grab all of it. What should have happened is my, my ignorant self should have turned around and grabbed a cart. What actually happened is I tried to carry all of the baby oils that this geriatric right aid had on its shelf. Oh my goodness, this is hilarious. My arms were full. I'm waiting through lambs overflowing with baby oil. And I make it to the counter and set all the baby oil down. I look up. And the woman is staring at me like I was about to commit a few cardinal sins. <laughs> so to defuse the situation, I said, don't worry, it's for my mom. Oh my goodness, bro. That made it even worse. Ugh. You should have just kept your mouth shut. Alright. I look up and the woman is staring at me like I was... Uh, uh, hang on a sec. Now in hindsight being 2020, this had an opposite effect... <laughs> Yeah, I would say so. But lucky for me, I'm stupid, so it's only at this point I realize this might be weird. Uh, well, at least you're that innocent. Uh, as this unfortunate woman 
is scanning 30 bottles of baby oil without taking her eyes off me. One of them falls. I think God must <laughs> I think God must have spiked this bottle down because when it landed it exploded. Not like spilled a little. I mean there wasn't a bottle left. It was a plastic bottle. Oh my goodness. Unfortunately, right as this happened, a woman was walking by who had the posture of King Tut and was a little bit older. <laughs> you got a great sense of humor, bro. I'm digging this one. As she stepped her foot raptured her foot raptured up towards the sky. Oh like guys fucking okay. Her foot raptured up towards the sky, and she reversed Superman in the air and came down directly on her back. The noise she made, I will never forget. It was something along the lines of... <laughs> I don't know if I can imitate this one. Someone, that sounded racist. Am I the only one that thought that whenever it just came out of my mouth? I don't know. But apparently this old lady uh, made that noise but a deep tone that no human has ever made before. There was silence for a moment in the store, and then all the workers started trying to help this woman. Unfortunately, the floor was covered in baby oil, so it was basically a saggy oil wrestling pit. I panicked, but put an unidentifiable amount of money on the counter, grabbed my baby oil, and left as quickly as I could. Uh, you, you, you got it. You got it. You can't stay any longer after that. Uh, uh, long and short, I may have killed someone at the Lambs <laughs> Grocer in, in Wilsonville, Oregon. Oh my goodness. Uh, you should have you should have shouted "ha ha." Got you and get out of there without paying. I would have just ran. Yeah. Ugh. I'm wiping my eyes. That one was that one was hilarious. I'm glad you shared that one. You're braver than me. I would have just said screw it and then just ran out of the ran out of the lambs without taking the baby oil or uh, anything else. So you're braver than me. called the bomb squad for a doorknob. Jeez Louise. Okay. Let's see what this one's about. Alright. So yesterday, my mom, my sister, her friend, and I were walking on my mom's walk for... Oh. I'm so stupid. We're working on my mom's house. Eventually, my sister and her boyfriend... I'm so stupid. Eventually, my sister and her friends found something in the garden of which they thought it looked like it might be a hand grenade. Oh. My. Goodness. I offered to call the bomb squad. B-O-D in Dutch, so I'm using that. Just to be safe. Sister's friend. No. I don't want them to come over for nothing. 
Me, better safe than sorry. I'd rather have the EOD come unnecessarily than not have them come when it's necessary. Eventually, I offered to use Google Lens to see if Google knew what it was. I'm glad I did because it turned out to be some kind of doorknob or drawer handle. I almost called a freaking EOD for a doorknob. <laughs> uh, women, man. They don't, they don't know the difference between hand grenades and doorknobs. That's why you can't send them off to war. All right. That was a joke, everyone. It's just jokes. Let's move on. See if we can't find another one. Um, here's another Am I the A-Hole. Uh, am I the A-Hole regarding tipping here? Let's see. Uh, I went out to eat at a chain buffet today with some family members, and I'm not a picky person. I do, however, have a single thing I drink many a soda when I'm at a buffet. I know it's unhealthy, but I get parched easily. I understand this, and I've caught more than one server off guard with how quick I will destroy that glass you literally just dropped off of my table, so when server A comes by and got our drink order printed out, I mentioned this. I understand this can be extra an extra burden, and I am willing to overtip according to my family because I personally feel I'm making up more time than a usual customer. She smiles and says sure and brings our drinks. Okay. I go off and get a plate of food and down my drink as I am prone to do and go back for another plate seeing the server head towards the table. I figure she'll see my now empty glass and hit up a quick refill, no issue. I come back to the table and she's not back yet, even though I was meandering for a while. Still not an issue, people get busy. I finish my second plate and I'm wanting to drink something and server and the server is nowhere to be found. Server B looks over and sees me kind of looking around for server A and asks if there was anything I could do. I mentioned I was looking for my server and I'd like a refill. My server B asks what I had and goes to get it for me. I thank her and I thank her and go get another little plate and finish my drink again. Server B laughs a little and says, You must be thirsty and gets me another refill. I finish off with dessert and server A shows up asking if we need anything. Uh, please don't, please don't say anything sarcastic, buddy. Just, just, uh, just don't, 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 don't. All right, let's move on. Now it's been a solid 20 minutes since we've seen Server A, and she's doing all the proper questions. Do you want a to-go cup? How was everything? I was in charge of paying the tip, and I only had a 20. So I went to get it broken, and I set a 10 on Server B's table who had just left with a little note saying, thanks for helping out a thirsty customer at a different table, and set down $2 for server A. Ugh. Yeah. I mean... Mm, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Let's see, let's see how you uh, finish it off. 
My family all got mad at me for stiffing server A and stiffing server B so much. My logic is server B did her job and server A's job, so she deserves a tip and more. I was honestly tempted to leave server A nothing. Yeah, you can't do that. You gotta leave something. But I can't in good conscience even tip with poor, or in this case, no actual service. My cousin's wife posted about how embarrassing she was about my actions on Facebook, and people were getting on my case about being a jerk. Was I wrong? And if I was, what should I do in the future in a similar situation? How would you, as a server, like to have seen this handled from your perspective? Um, yeah, dude, I don't know. I mean, you told the server you drink pretty fast, and then she was gone for like 20 minutes without getting you a drink. I don't know. Not gonna lie, these are first world problems, so. But, uh, you weren't wrong, per se, but after A disappeared for a long, for a long time, I would have gotten the manager and asked where she was, or at least another server. But, uh, I mean, you're eating at a buffet, so buffets are relatively cheap to eat at. So $2 might actually be a generous tip. Now, if you're eating at, like, hibachi, it's definitely, like, a generous tip, because if you eat at hibachi, you're definitely going to be puking up what you just ate. It was nice of you to give server B ten dollars. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think you're entirely in the wrong, but I don't know. I'm not gonna dogpile on you over that. That's that's a that one just depends on what you think. I guess your philosophy on life. Honestly. Let's move on. Because I don't really have anything to say about that one. Uh, Alright, this is probably our last story, uh, how much time do we have left? Yeah, this might be the last one. Uh, funny stories about Pentecostals and pop culture. Okay. Gonna get, uh, closer to God on this one, I guess. Alright, I have two funny stories I'd like to share. And was wondering if there were any more of this. Uh, Lord of the Rings. I remember I convinced my parents to take me to see Lord of the Rings because unlike Harry Potter, it didn't have witchcraft. Yeah, that was a big thing. Like, my parents won't let me watch uh, Harry Potter either because of witchcraft and stuff. Uh, however, when the scene with the Balrog occurred, my dad started groaning and saying how the music was satanic and attacking him and forced us to leave the theater. Oh my goodness. I've realized since I've since realized that any music that has uh that has choir choir old chanting chanting from like a choir. <laughs> uh my dad automatically assumes is evil. LOL. I also remember the children's pastor warned us not to go on Wikipedia because it was run by Satanists. 
any other good stories? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up somewhat like that. I mean, I was still a Christian and everything, too, but some of the stuff I look back on, I'm like, I'm like really? This is what we were fussing about? It's just, a lot of it was just stupid, I'm not going to lie. Uh, what? This person this person commented and said, Growing up in the Pentecostal church, I was not allowed to play sports, but I was allowed to study my instrument of choice. Oh my goodness. I would purposefully play direct passages from secular songs. <laughs> I would be die laughing when I would see people in deep worship and then open their eyes almost to glare at me because they recognize the Led Zeppelin or Prince or David Bowie riff I was playing. That's awesome. That's hilarious. I'm proud of you for that one. Ugh. Yeah, I think uh, church culture just in general has lightened up now that I guess more so people of my generation are starting to take more, I guess, a hold of it, but there were some stupid things that we weren't allowed to do. But, yeah. Now, it's, now we're moving on from that. How are we on time? All right. Well, that's been another episode of the My Dumb Thoughts podcast. I've been your host, Noah Moonahan, and I'll see you all next time. Yeah.